0: hello and welcome to the pirates fan forum here on dk pittsburgh sports podcast network i'm your host gary morgan with me as always is my friend my brother my co-host jim stam how the hell are you brother what's you, what you doing today dude i'm hot okay <laughs> i'm real hot that's that's all I got. I'm super hot. I'm not in Pittsburgh. It's 100 degrees. It's ridiculous, man. Awesome, brother. And Jim, we have a new guest this week. He goes by Long Beards on Twitter, but we're just going to call him Eric. Yeah. It's uh, kind of like in those superhero movies where everyone calls Captain America, Captain Rogers instead. <laughs> so, Eric, welcome to the show. How are you, brother? I'm doing good. I appreciate you guys inviting me on. I'm excited to talk some ball. No, it's going to be good, man. And that's what you get for being smart on Twitter. Every once in a while, you get invited on the show. So, you know, I wish a few more people would try it out. Uh, Let's see. Unlikely. (laughs) Unlikely. So uh, today, boys, I want to answer five big questions about the team. Most of them won't be about this year as much as the overall franchise. We'll see where they take us as we talk we have to talk trade deadline too. So let's get started there. Since we know Carlos Santana is now a Milwaukee brewer. They had a need with the tele's injury and Ben Charrington got Johnny Severino who they signed in 2022 in the international draft. He's a shortstop. He's a kid. He plays in the FCL level type ball player. I'm hearing the pirates were in on him last year. Uh, on their own draft board. So there's a little bit of familiarity there. Um, The kids, the Brewers, 28th ranked prospect. He's really, really far away. That said, when these things work, they turn into guys like O'Neill Cruz. When they don't, well, you probably won't ever hear his name again. Such is life in the MLB deadline deals for role players. I'm going to start with you, Eric. Initial thoughts on the Carlos Santana deal. Um, I, uh, everybody knew
1: this was coming, you know, from the day we signed them that we weren't probably going to be there at deadline time. So expiring contract, ship them off somewhere. I like that. We went lower level, higher upside than a guy closer to the majors. It's like a quad a guy.
0: I mean no. that, that sounds about appropriate for for the price tag. I would imagine, Jim. How about you? I mean, this is what you're going to get for
2: for a Carlos Santana, right? I mean, um, last year the Pirates were really fortunate that they got Holderman for Vogelbach. Like that, that that to me was a really really good deal, and that would be like the best you could do. So I think like you take. You know, Eric said that you take a guy, he's young, he's got a, he's got large upside. I don't have a problem with it. I don't care what position he plays. He's 18. And, um, you know, I'm fine with it. Like, this is something that people get upset about. I don't know why you want to be upset that in general, that they're not where you want them to be. That's fine. But getting rid of
0: Carlos Santana is not a huge loss. I think let's tick off some of those, um, typical complaints first one I knew was going to come right away was why did they get another shortstop there's there's several ways I could attack that I'll go this way first have you seen what's happened to them this year in the middle infield it's not as great as you think um this guy's a long way away like we're talking like they'll probably be considering whether they should extend or trade Nick Gonzalez. If he's managed to be good for five years, by the time this kid is even smelling the majors, if he ever smells the majors, right? it just doesn't matter. And where he plays doesn't matter either. I mean, like you, you good athletes are always going to be shortstops, center fielders. And pitchers are always going to be starters. They've been starters all through high school, right? Nobody's a, a closer in high school exclusively. <laughs> you know, good pitchers start. It doesn't mean they're going to be a starter when they get here. When, when when people are traded below the AA level, I wish to God we could just stop referring to their positions at all.
2: I agree. I think, um, I don't know if it's because... Fans of baseball are fans of other things too, and things don't necessarily work that way. When you know, when you're talking about you know whether it's the Steelers, of course yeah. the the Penguins. You know, I mean you have you have a farm. You have to you have to keep things um, stocked, and you have to acquire young players with upside. That's all this is. That's all it is. Yeah,
0: Penguins are a terrible example because they don't ever do that. But here's a, right. here's another typical complaint we got. Um, my complaint is that it's not a major league ready return. That's from my cat, something 69. I'm not even going to try to read it without my glasses. My, my cat hates you, Gary. You're a cat guy. Oh, well, if his cat hates me, that probably makes <laughs> sense because I have two other cats. So they don't necessarily like each other, but regardless, this is pretty typical too. major league ready return for Carlos Santana. How can I explain what that would be if it was Milwaukee? Maybe you get a custom hira You know, you get somebody like that probably isn't really MLB anymore or quad a, which I think you'd also agree. We probably have enough of you'd get a CSN type. You'd get uh, somebody like that. I just don't, you'd get it's- a Mitchell it's really hard to, to do that. I
2: mean, the teams you're trading to, yeah. that's why they're, that's why they're acquiring your guy is because they, they feel that they're in contention and they need help. Um, that's why it was so rare to get Holderman. Like that's not the typical, the typical return that you see. So I right. just
0: think that like, yeah, in an ideal world, that'd be great. It's and the only t- reason they got that, is because Vogelback had a second year of control very right. cheap. Yep. And Carlos Santana doesn't have that. In fact, you probably don't even really know whether Carlos Santana is going to play anywhere next year. You know, so it's, it's not as though it's a given that like, oh, if you kept him, of course, he's going to resign here. Carlos Santana at this point is a mercenary. He's going to go wherever they pay him. The Pirates stepped out early and paid him big probably bigger than I think he was going to get on the marketplace. 6.25 million. Like, I don't think that that was out there for him everywhere. That's why he signed so quickly. You know? Yeah. They have G Manchoy in the same situation. Here's a guy that's going to be expiring next year too. So, you know, if they were to move, move him right now, I wouldn't be shocked. I'd prefer they don't. And I think that's probably where we are, Jim. I think there's, there's a, a reason to keep some of these guys. Like, I think you probably get more out of keeping rich Hill than whatever prospect he's going to return. But that's me. If they trade him and they think they can find something in that low level lottery ticket, I kind of can't argue with that either. Yeah. If we see more
2: trades, I think you're going to see, I think people will be underwhelmed. And I mean, typically they are regardless, but the guys that we have that are likely to be moved or could be moved or more likely to move, be moved,
0: they're not going to get huge returns. I mean, what do you, totally what do you, agree, what do you want okay. for Rich Hill? I agree. Hey, let's take a quick break because, you know, we have to to pay these here bills. And when we come back. Let's finish up the trade deadline by just talking about John Heyman's dream scenario where the pirates trade all their good players for all everyone else's bad ones. And if you don't have the app, do go get the app. It's really, really good. And it's really, really free. It really, truly is. And uh, the community is pretty cool to chat in. uh, And with Twitter being the flake place that it happens to be, it's a good alternative. So check it out. X. Oh, it's right. It's X. I forgot. We got rid of that bird. So John Heyman used the evil bird app to to come out and say that uh, there was a lot of interest for Rich Hill. Um, Colin Holderman, David Bednar, and Mitch Keller. Uh, I think one of those has a hope of getting traded. I don't think the other three do. In fact, I'm hearing the ask for uh, Keller and Bednar in particular is ridiculous. I, I can't even begin to guess on Holderman. I also can't begin to guess why you would even consider that with like five more years of control over the guy and a hundred mile an hour plus fastball isn't that exactly what you'd hope to acquire so I can't see I can't see doing that. Um I I know they're not trading Mitch Keller. I'm just not even gonna pretend to entertain it and I know they're not trading David Bednar this year, so I'm personally not going to entertain it. Um that said should they?
1: Oh my should they they should not entertain Bednar, Keller, or Holderman. Like you said, Holderman's the kind of guy that, if we're trading something, you know that, that that's a weakness. I think of ours is strength in the bullpen, and it, it'd be something nice to see shored up with what we have to trade. You know, right. if you're not getting a low level guy, you're not getting a starting pitcher, or a starting whatever. But you know, maybe you can get you a decent bullpen acquisition. And uh, yeah, what no if you way. could
0: get like I'm gonna pose this question to you, Eric, first and then Jim? What if you could get a Johan Oviedo type, you know, a project, but somebody that you could step right in and, and let start relatively quickly for a Colin Holderman? Hmm. Is that more valuable to you right now? I'm only, I'm only posing it because I'm trying to make sense of it. Like, let's say, let's say that's something you want to do. Like he's an asset and he's still a little bit of a risk himself. Absolutely. You can get somebody like that, that potentially can step in and eat innings like Johan Oviedo has done this year and potentially be a fixture in your rotation for a couple years. Yeah. Do you do it with all the arm injuries they've had? I don't.
1: Um, Holderman, he, he's got a lot of control. And I, I think we know what we're getting with him. And I, I actually think there's a little bit more to him than what we've seen. And to take on a maybe guy we can get into the rotation, uh, guy with high upside, um, I, I can't see, I can't see doing it. Um,
0: For perspective, Jim, if the Pirates were to trade a guy like Johan Oviedo, their equivalent would be Carmen Maginski. He's always been a starter. The Pirates turned him into a bullpen guy. He's been really good in the bullpen. Kind of out of sight, out of mind that he was ever a starter. Right? If some team were to come in and be like, hey, Carmen Maginski there. (laughs) you know what i mean that's a guy that you could see getting some interest right and that's maybe a guy that could bring back something that you need closer to the league like maybe somebody needs a project like that they've got a guy that started for them got maybe a couple years of control left let's go ahead and make a swap while we're both out of it that's the sort of trade that you could see moving that kind of affects the future as well yeah, to I guess. Um, well, and I'm not forward. recommending it. I'm just throwing right. out ideas here.
2: Right. Um, let me go back to the, the original question. I would not. I would not move a Colin Holderman for a, a, an Oviedo type. Um, I think Eric is dead on with. There's there's more to Holderman than I think we've even seen. Sure. Now now he's had some injury risk, some injuries, and when he came back. He was really out of whack mechanically, I think he was overthrowing he was just um everything was just going he He really got out of whack, so I think he's getting back to where he was, and I think there's more there. I would have to have something a little more concrete for him, and I can see a holderman like when we talk about setting up that back end of the bullpen for your seven eight nine plate. Like, you know coming in and shutting down games late when you've got a a one run two run lead to me, he's the quintessential guy you want being in that mix I yeah. really in the seventh or in the eighth inning, but seventh whatever, I just think he's got fantastic stuff. I would not do it
0: got you and and i mean i'm not I'm not trying to force anybody out. I'm just saying like when we talk about like wanting to get that major league ready return, I'm talking about the types of guys that you really are going to have to move. And when you, when you do that, ideally in this situation, you're not moving one of those top tier guys that you yourself are counting on. You're moving somebody that you still kind of consider to be a little bit of a risk, but has a lot of upside still. And you think that you're going to go and ask for that same thing from another team. That's all I'm saying. If you want to play in that kind of pond, you're going to give up something, like yeah. Lucas Giolito, that went to the Angels, which shocked me. That yeah. kind of shuts down that Shohei Otani leaving town thing, doesn't it? At least at the deadline.
2: So uh, I'm glad I'm not the Angels, man. I'm just glad. I'm glad I'm not the GM there. Um, <laughs> that's that would be a nightmare scenario to have to deal with that. That's another topic, but.
0: All right. So, deadline, I think it's pretty, we're pretty much all on the same page here. We see some of these rental types being moved out potentially, but we don't really feel like they have to move any of them. You guys think they're done? No, I don't. I think they'll probably move Rich Hill. You think they're going to? Yeah. I I like that. Lefty pitcher at the deadline. I just don't see it sitting there. Uh, somebody's going to take it, I think, and and I, I think uh, if they wait long enough, somebody will pay something that's enough to at least turn their eye.
1: Do you think he goes soon, or do you think he goes after the other lefties go, like
0: Montgomery Rodriguez? He wouldn't be anywhere near the top of my board, not at you all. Know, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he really. I mean, we 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 know that we need the innings. We we know we need the veteran leadership here but at the same time we also know that uh, you know he really hasn't been stellar you know what i mean oh, no. so it's not as though it's not like we're we're trading uh, Justin Verlander yeah. you know it, this is uh, who hasn't been great himself and Scherzer hasn't been great himself and both might be on the block um, and i've seen a couple of you suggest hedges I can't imagine how you think anybody would want them. Um, and I and if we hated the Carlos Santana return, wait till you see the hedges because it's just going to be cash. And yeah. that's if it happens. I was thinking the same thing. You're just going to see a little bit of money. Yeah. You'd move hedges for one reason and one reason only, just to get them off your roster. That's it. It wouldn't be about return. And and it really would have to be an admission that they just don't think that he's valuable in any way, shape, or form, even from a mentoring standpoint.
1: See, that's where I think his value's at. As in he probably has more value to your two young catchers that, you know, both have less than fifty games in the major leagues. I think he's better off. You you keep him. I mean, it sucks you gotta give him a roster spot, but who else are you gonna give it to?
2: I will say uh, the one thing that's kind of interesting about the guys we're talking to uh, about, and I don't think this is a a huge factor in it, but they are able to shed some salary here um, with the names we're talking about. You know, Rich Hill had, what was it? Was it eight? I think it was eight, yeah. Eight, Santana, um, Hedges they're going sh- to be able to get some salary off the books. Now, if you're going to tell me that's going to be used, then I'm really all for it. Um, but, you know, that's there. It, it's, I mean, there is some money to
0: be saved. Yeah, I just don't think that it's the motivation this year. I don't. I don't I I'm, just bring, I'm just bringing that up. Even first I, base, let's just talk about this mechanically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's talk about this mechanically because Santana was great at first base. Great. Like, statistically the best first baseman in the league this year. I I mean, really he's been excellent. He he has. So you're not going to replace that, but functionally this team, you've got a very real situation coming up soon where Brian Hayes is going to come back. And I don't think you want to send triolo down. Um, That's going to take some reps at first base. I would imagine to to pull off getting him at bats. Connor Joe, you got to quit forcing him into the outfield mix and get back to having Sawinski take more at bats against lefties. I I mean, you just need to get back to that. So Connor Joe, probably a guy that's going to take more first base. And if they don't trade Choi, I don't think there's a lot to hate about a guy that's hit six home runs and 62 at bats. Like you should want to see more of that, and if anything, maybe you're auditioning somebody who's going to be a free agent for the first time next year, and maybe he likes his town, you know. I do think you'll
2: see Connor Joe have to step in and play a little more first base. I, you know, I think the more he's played, the the less effective he's been, but he'll be he'll be forced into that some. I I agree with you on that. On the
1: the more he's played, the less effective he has been. You've kind of seen it slowly, yeah. kind of trickle down. But you know, I I like Choi at first, and I'm a Choi fan. Um, I I actually figure teams are going to be calling about him. You know, I think you could definitely get a better return on him than you got on Santana.
0: I that's actually was my first inclination. I thought Choi would probably get more. Uh, offers but santana i will say is more versatile and and right f- with you know being able to hit right and left-handed um although Choi handles the bat well against lefties i, I really don't even know why they felt the need to like platoon him and act like he can't hit them um I, I actually think he holds hangs in really well against lefties but um in fact jack could probably learn a thing or two from <laughs> Yeah, it might not be a bad thing <clears throat> but regardless uh I think we have a good handle on the trade deadline here. It is what it is. I understand people are upset, but like things like here's Wilbert Matthews. Keep Choi, trade Joe and Hill and Hedges. Again, nobody wants Hedges. Who cares if they trade him or not? Hill, maybe. Again, um, I, I think there's more value in just keeping Hill. Choi, I definitely wouldn't trade. But if they do, I, I understand it. <laughs> like well and 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 the other thing is you know Connor Joe,
2: like for the same reason you're wanting to trade him is the reason that nobody's really gonna be beating down your door for connor joe is I the think reason
0: so. I think there could be a buyer for somebody that just wants a bench bat, you know, somebody capable of playing around the field, you could see something like that somebody's going to clamor for it and nobody's going to pay a whole lot for it. It's no different than like, you know, Dietrich a couple of years ago, getting moved around to three different teams. And, you know, that's the type of player he is. He's a utility guy. That's just going to bounce around the league. And, Get I ready. I'd be surprised to see him get traded 10, 15 more times in his career. <laughs> I
2: mean, like, and, and get ready to hear single A pitcher was the return. You know what I mean? Like that's absolutely. what it's yeah. going to be. Yeah.
0: Or Am like, Connor Joe with his control? You might get a reliever, you know, like a, an MLB ready reliever or something like that. Like I would think he's probably along the lines of the Kevin Newman deal that brought back Dowry Moretta. Something along those lines. I think you yeah. could probably pull off. Now at deadline time, that's harder because people don't want to give their depth. You know, like deadline and off season deals, not the same thing. You know, I I think people, people don't understand the value shifts once you get to that point. So anyways, we spent a good half the show talking about the deadline now, and I still got five questions that we got to get to. So. All right. Let's, 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 let's go. Let's go. Let's get on the pitch clock. Yeah. So the first one here is, uh, might as well start here because we've kind of already been talking about it. If the Pirates don't trade all their expiring contracts this year, have they failed or were they smart? Jim, you're up first. Uh.
2: So who are we, who are we talking about here? Let's let's name names.
0: Troy, Hedges, Santana, yeah. Hill, um, Kutch. But there, we already know that's not happening.
2: Yeah. I think you could see – I hate I hate to – this sounds like a clap. I think you could see it either way. I mean, like, if you feel like you get something for a guy like Hill, great. If you feel like he's going to just be more useful to eat as many innings as he possibly can, that's a lot of use this year for them when they're clearly not going to be winning anything and they're down yeah. arms. So, like, that one – I, yeah, I could, I could go either way. Um, Choi, I've been slightly um, pleased with him. I wouldn't mind them keeping him around and seeing what it looks like the rest of the year.
0: So, I think he might be a worthy investment to keep around the rest of the year, if only to. Give yourself a little bit of an in if he's somebody that you want to pursue in the offseason. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, that's all. Um, what about you, Eric? What do you think? I think if you, I mean, Santana's already
1: gone, but if the rest, Hill, Choi, Hedges, if they all stay, um, it's not a loss. They didn't fail because if if they see it as a failure, I think they brought them in for the wrong reasons. A lot of these guys I saw as, you know, Hedges was coming in. I saw that as to groom the catchers coming in. I saw Hill as a way to eat innings, but also teach these young guys, you know, how to be a major leaguer, how to pitch, how to face adversity. Um so I I definitely don't see it as a failure if they stick around.
0: He'll show them how to take a trade like a man too. <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> if it happens yeah. because he he certainly has a lot of experience getting traded. <laughs> I mean it's it's happened to him about a billion and a half times. Yeah. All right, so that's that question. Here is another one. And I like this one a lot, Eric. I'll start with you. Okay. Will Derek Shelton ever manage a championship team, meaning even if by some chance he lands in a big market, does he have the chops?
1: I don't think so. I don't I uh, I mean I like him. Um, seems like a nice guy. let's get all it, that it, it, right stuff out of You the know I, I can't say i've I've agreed with the way he's handled some things. I can say that I've liked some things he's done. Um, I, I think he's a, uh, he seems like a good motivator guy. Um, but you know, on a big market team with maybe a bunch of veterans, I don't know how that translates with them.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you, Jim. What do you think, man? I
2: mean, I suppose anything's possible. I mean, you land in the right situation with good players That good players make managers look a lot better. I mean, so sure, sure. um, And he hasn't had enough of those. um, Clearly, that being said, have I been wowed by Derek Shelton ever? Not really. I can't. I can't sit there and you know we all watch a lot of baseball. I try to give him credit when I think I. When he, I think he makes a good move or deserves to. Yeah, sure. Uh K. I don't know how many. Fair. I get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how many hands I would need over the years so far to even do that. Uh, I don't think so. Um, I think you're going to need Gary. We've talked about this from the very beginning when all this started. We almost we saw them kind of, I'd say, using Derek Shelton to get through this. And then you bring in someone with a little more experience and a little more chops, right? Right. That's that's what I see that you would need. I just don't see him being the kind of guy that takes you to that kind of promised land, either here or anywhere else, because I can't see another big market saying, yeah, Derek Shelton's the guy I got to go. I got to go get.
0: I think uh, well, the best way I can describe Derek Shelton, at least from my Viewing it from afar, nice guy that probably is a little too nice for this job. And, and what I mean by that is most managers that have their job on the line or feel like their job around the line would not allow their team to just fall into an offensive hole for two months and not mm-hmm. do something, something. I don't care if it even worked. I don't even care if it's the reason that it fixed it, but somebody would be a moving part. Marrero would have been out on his butt. You know, somebody, if you really felt Haynes had to stay, somebody would have gone like you would have done something. I think just in my eyes. And I also think things like uh, Carlos Santana just got traded and it's finally going to be the reason that, He's not batting cleanup on a team laden with children that need to have experiences like that. You know? But he uh I think
2: too the other thing is is like the Derek Shelton situation, it's like the it's like the quintessential new kind of manager that these GMs want, which is you're not really the manager types that we grew up with and the decisions that they are making it's it's far less of a control role than it has ever been and though and, and yeah. that that is just boy i'd hate to have my success so in the hands of the guy above you and i think that that's what these teams look for sometimes now is yes, they're managers, but are they, are they really managers?
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, That's the downfall of most like failed leaderships is an inability to hire people that aren't yes men. You know, when you, when everybody you hire is going to agree with you or do what you think is best then you tend to have a failing organization. So I think we'll find out soon if, if Charrington is that type of person, because when he ultimately does replace Derek Shelton, which I do think will happen, not this year, but I do think is going to happen before this team is really, really serious 2025. Um, they should be better next year and competitive, but I think they'll find out too, once they have those horses and he's running those horses that maybe he doesn't know how to drive the stagecoach. Right. So I think that's why he'll be here next year. Not because they don't care, which I'm sure people will paint, but that, that to me is is probably why he's going to get another year. Um, but I think it'll probably be his last unless he does work some miracles this year and make some real changes that's that's all i agree with you both I, I don't see it either just from what i've witnessed so far but i guess you can always hope it was just not good enough players right yeah. so billy tissue says i don't understand why they extended him then if they were going to use him for the rebuilding stage like jim talked about then yeah we've talked about that a lot um Billy really the best reason is to avoid the lame duck status that he was going to be coaching under this year. When you have a ton of kids and you have a coach that's setting their plan for the future in the off season and what they're going to do with them next year and what they want them to work on in the off season. So they're ready to do what they want to do with them next year. You cannot have those kids think that coach isn't going to be there next year. That's why.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And they'll
0: eat the money. They've eaten the money before. Stop caring about his extension. It just does not matter. They ate $17 million to fire the trio of morons that they fired before they hired (laughs) this trio of potential
2: morons. Trio of morons. I want to see that on a shirt.
0: Well, we'll head down to the strip and ask, man. I mean, I, I'm sure it's probably already there. All right. Let's 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 get to question number three, and then we'll take a break after that one. I like this one. I'll start with you, Eric. Okay. We know the team plans to bring Andrew McCutcheon back in 2024. Simple question. Is that smart? Yes.
1: Simple answer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I just think just his presence is enough, but he has shown this year that he definitely has more than I expected him to have. Um, he plays the game the right way. He can, he's been there and done that. I mean, he's been to the postseason with multiple teams and, uh, he's played about every role. He, you know, got moved down from, he was a center fielder. He was a right fielder and now he's, he's a DH. And, um, I think his maybe not as much on the field value as off the field value is is worth him being there. Now, if you get into a team, if you're talking two years from now and he still wants to play and maybe we're looking at contention, well, you know, that maybe not so much, but uh absolutely next year.
0: Makes sense to me, Jim. My only argument against it would be that I think you might need the DH spot for some of these extra bats, but I would bring them back too. I think. How about you?
2: Yeah, I would. I, I, you know, there there are some guys that they just have that presence about them, and um, forget the on field like necessarily the mentoring part of it i'm just talking about that clubhouse presence right he's been there he's been there he's done it he's done it here for god's sakes um i think he's just so revered by so many people inside and outside of that organization for a team that doesn't have a lot to look around in a room and 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 point to anything like that to me he's super valuable and oh by the way guy can still play Yeah. you know so um i i tell i tell catch we'll, we can we can make it happen right now if you want
0: yeah i i think he very purposefully wants to make a conscious decision about how his body feels every year when he's done and then Honestly evaluate whether he is going to represent the Pittsburgh Pirates the way he wants to. Sure. Which is another reason to really respect Andrew McCutcheon. Cause if he says he wants to come back and play, you can rest assured he feels physically like he can play and he can be him. Right. So, um, yeah, I think it's smart. I just think, uh, it's going to be a little tighter squeeze and I would maybe expect a little bit of a falling off of how many at bats he gets next year you know which is which is smart by the way yeah yeah i
2: mean like we don't need if if we are still to the point where he still has to give you all those at-bats then things are not awry we got other we got other issues to talk about let's
0: take let's take another quick break and i am going to play the video i usually don't play it the second time but i'm going to play it because quite honestly i want to hit my bait This one is going to get you. No okay. Really. So if you're following us here live on the chat, go ahead and pop in your opinion. I'll put up as many of them as I can here. Uh, Jim, I'm going to start with you. Okay. I and mean, I don't know what this is, Gary. You don't. So you asked to be surprised. You really did. Hit me. Do you personally believe this franchise can ever win it all without at least one $15 million plus free agent? No. <laughs> no. 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 I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. No. Uh, I think I, there's I th- a threshold they have to get to as far as acquisition goes, and, and that's gonna be it. And I think it's gonna wind up being on the mound. Uh, I think that
2: you know you can you can build this internally as much as you want, but you would have to be hitting such a home run internally to let that carry you to where you wanted to go with it and not bring in somebody else to get you over the top. It can't, it can't be all young kids, man. It can't. It just, it, I, I just, you gotta have some men. You gotta have some dudes in that clubhouse yeah. and you can, you can grow. Hopefully you're growing some dudes, but, You probably, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I'm not looking around and seeing Orioles impact young guys like to that extent. So I just
0: think you're going to have to still do that. And are they willing to? I think come playoff time, the Orioles will find out the same thing. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have veteran pitchers at some point that have been there and done that. And when this team is relevant, the last thing you want, is for Paul Skeens and Mitch Keller to be getting the lion's shares of starts in those mm-hmm. games and not have somebody like Aliriano or AJ Burnett type mm-hmm. to be able to step in that's done yeah. this before. Uh, AKA
2: men so what <laughs> a- about a- you Eric? AJ I mean, Burnett was yeah, a-
0: but like Jim, I mean I I hear you there, but like we're talking two, three years down the road, like they're in this mythological situation these kids are all men by then they are but they're now, not if we're guys- talking to, I, that's why i specifically say playoff experience you know guys well, that's like a,
2: that yeah that that that's what i'm saying is you 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 want guys that have they're not going through it for the first time right then even if they are grown
0: right so eric what do you think i agree they with you. Do this like the rays even though the rays have never done it either and people no. never want to mention that
2: Definitely
1: not. Uh, I agree 100 percent with Jim. Um, you know, you can raise dudes. We can, you know, Paul Skeens gets here. We expect him to be that guy, right? Sure. You know, and we hope Keller's still here at that time and is still. But even if you have those studs, you know, you look at playoff rosters. What do they? What do they all have? They all have their deep pitching staffs. Yeah. And and I agree with you with you, Gary. Um, I, I think it'll have to be pitching and a middle to. Back end starter, that's a reliable guy. is Is going to cost you every bit of fourteen million a year, yeah, if not more to than eighteen that.
0: million, pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. yeah, and that's
1: not for top tier guys. You're talking, you know, we just like, watched
0: Seth Lugo against uh, with the Pirates right? the yeah. other day, and he's getting like nine. Yeah, he stinks. The Pirates hit him. I'm <laughs> just saying, like, <laughs> right. you know, these are these aren't great pitchers. Rich Hill is eight million. Just think about really what I'm saying. This is a low ball I'm putting out there. 15 million. I'm 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 saying like this is a level B free agent signing. I'm talking about. Yeah. I think that's necessary in order to ever really get over the hump here. That's kind of the theory that I think gets tested in Tampa just about every year. So I'm curious. I, I have never seen anybody threaten it any closer than Tampa. Baltimore looks like they're going to try this year to see if the whole kid formula can really work. But again, in the back of your head, watching Baltimore as exciting as that team is, do you not just go, Oh man, who's going to start in the playoffs? Don't you look at that rotation and just go, man, they're all doing all right. But am I going to go with Jordan Lyles in game two?
1: Well, you know, and and it's not the guy they thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, right. You know, Rodriguez has struggled. Yeah. He, they sent him back down. They called him back up. He got beat around again. And it, they're in that situation where we were banking on glass now, right, years back. And, hell, he's just going to continue with this. And that's where they're at with him, I think. And he's not performing.
2: Got You got to have that pitching staff in those series, man. You can't just rely on – I mean, you got you got to have – There's, they can only pitch so many games. You're talking maybe two starts. You got to have other guys that can get you over the hump and give you a chance to win those other games.
0: I think that's the key right there, man. It's, it's about experience at some point. We talked about a couple key points where you have to have some experience. I think you got to have it when you're kind of at this stage, the pirates are right now where you're onboarding a large swath of your farm all at once. Okay. And I know they came up staggered over a couple of weeks, but in in the greater scheme of baseball, right, this was all at once. You got all these guys up here. You need those veterans to kind of help bring them along, onboard them a little bit. Hey kid, don't worry about that. This umpire always calls that a strike. This guy always calls that a ball. Don't worry about that. That's just the way he is. You got to learn that. This sump ain't going to give you that call, kid. You know, um, never throw a fastball like that to that guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. There's things like that, that that veterans have been around and they know the tricks of the trade and they know the little intricacies of the game that, that it takes rookies sometimes five, six years to learn on their own. You have to have it at this stage. When you get to the playoffs or when you're in a pennant race and everybody's butthole gets extra tight, you better have somebody that knows how to lube it up. That's all yeah. I'm saying. You got to have some vets, man. Yeah. <laughs> Gots to.
2: And 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 let me go back to something. Is is like, and this was my thing from the very beginning when they cleaned house and started this whole process. Is okay, fine. You're you're not spending a lot of money on payroll. You've said when it's appropriate, you will. Well, what we are talking about is. It's appropriate. This is where you should come and spend that money that you haven't been spending for four years. I mean, we're talking two hundred, two hundred fifty million dollar in payroll that they didn't spend. Well, isn't it time to go do that with a guy like that that we're you know we're talking about? I I completely agree with you, and
1: I actually wouldn't be upset if I saw that happen at this deadline, as in. You know, taking on a guy with maybe a few years of
0: control. You know, like a, you know, whatever, whatever. Not, a, not, not a rental. I know what you mean. Like somebody with like two years, like an Aaron Savali. For uh, yeah, 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 I, I wrote his name down last week just for to sure. bring him up today. And well, a guy like uh, yeah. that, yeah, a couple years of control. Yeah, you know, gonna be gonna be a decent pitcher for you. Probably gonna slot right into a, a two or three spot right now and and give you some innings and you got them for a couple years here that's going to take some of that glut right of of guys that we consider to be overflow as long as we have a healthy understanding of what we're really trying to sell you know and realize like teams like the guardians they're good on a shoestring budget for a reason they know what they're getting they like, always they can. didn't they didn't get jimenez and and mess it up. They knew what they were getting. They knew when they traded Lindor, they'd be okay at shortstop because they got one back immediately that they knew they liked.
1: Although they they made a head scratcher yesterday. I don't know what they're doing there.
0: They, they do these things, but Bieber <laughs> being hurt changes a lot of yeah their their trajectory for this season. So it's hard to figure them out. But the point is, like, you could go and get an Aaron Savali, but you got to have something that that the Guardians want. And yeah. the guardians yeah. are smart. They're going to want somebody. They're not going to want Cal Mitchell. They're going to ask you for somebody like uh Brannigan or yeah. Solamedo or Jones or, and you know, I'm right. You are. You are. You are. Yeah. And, and that sucks because you're not going to want to give that up because we become very attached to a lot of these prospects. But you have to realize there's only 26 spots. So I'm sitting here
2: and um, I'm just looking at a guy that I think when we talk about I'll just throw his name out, Blake Snell. Sixteen million dollars. He's a free agent at the end of the year. Are the Padres out of it? I don't know. But those are the kind of those are the kind of dudes that you would hope to go out and try to and, and he's he's reaching high. But 30 years old, gonna be a free agent. You want to put some money somewhere, dude? Dude's done it. Yeah, He's good.
0: I, I mean, like, come on now. Let's yeah. get let's get serious. That's I what you agree. need to do, though. Like, you need to you need to go out and and snag a guy like Snow.
1: Yep, Montgomery's you know? the
0: guy I want. I like Montgomery as well. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to like seeing if you could fix uh, something that was wrong with Flaherty from. You know, the Cardinals, you know, they they didn't seem to be able to figure him out. And that's kind of scares me away because the Cardinals figure everybody out. They're devil magic, but not anymore. That's the, but that's the type of guy that you want to look at, you know, somebody like that, I think for, for like a, a starter, but He's not going to get 14, 15 million. Mm-mm. For that, you're going to get somebody that has won. You're going to get Kikuchi. You're going to get somebody along those lines, somebody that has won in this league. And that's what they desperately need. I just think, uh, it's, it's imperative for, for this to ever really come together. Absolutely.
2: We talk about, we talk about impact bats a lot, right? Yeah. You need impact pitching. You, you, you're going to need some. Absolutely.
0: Hey, one more question here, and then it looks like people are still kind of going off about the the, the Carlos Santana trade. So maybe we'll circle back and finish with that. Um, this one's pretty easy, Jim. Your turn. All right. Do you believe this franchise is headed in the right direction, and why? Um.
2: I, I, have, I have serious questions still. Um, I'm not sure that the rebuild and the impact players that I would like to be seeing are, 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 are there enough. Um, and that's why I think we're at such a critical juncture of this, where if they are not willing to go out, okay, great, you build it, this is what you got, this is it, right? This is what you got in your minor league system right now with a couple guys still on the way, um, pitching especially. But you kind of know what shape you're in, I think, to, to an extent. Yeah. Um, I, I have reservations. And when I look around the league and I look at teams that are serious contenders and you watch those baseball games,
0: it's still looking like a different game to me. Um, yeah, and I think there's a a line that you don't have to be the San Diego Padres, you don't have to spend that kind of money and put together what looks like a super team on paper, because often those super teams don't play like super teams, they play like a collection of egos. They don't play like a collection of great players that are working for each other, they're all happy and fat and paid. And they ain't got no hungry kids. That's almost as bad as what we were talking about earlier with all kids and no vets. It's the opposite. You got people. The only reason any of them are playing is for their next contract.
2: You know, yeah. <laughs> like it, it that's it re- not good either. It re- Look, if it were just a simple matter of spending money, uh, there'd be some teams that wouldn't have any problems but they still have problems because they are trying to do it just simply that way, which is very hard to snap your fingers and, and build a super team in baseball just from free agency.
0: So Eric, what do you think your crack at this question? Do you believe the franchise is headed in the right direction and why?
1: um, I think the jury's still out on it. Um, I've liked some things they've done. I think they've, the drafts have been pretty, I've liked a lot of the draft picks. I think, um, the pitching line coming through is looking good. But I really think this offseason, for me, is going to be a big deciding factor on where I think they stand. Um, it's time to fill holes that you haven't developed internally. Um, like we talked before, pitcher, I think first base absolutely needs addressed. Apparently, our system is completely incapable of developing a first baseman. Um, uh, it's odd. And, um, you know, maybe maybe another outfielder, a good, you know, a, a Brian Reynolds type of guy. Because I, I kind of feel like we overrate him a little bit. Yeah. Um, just because he's here. But you, you need another impact guy that's not a superstar, but he is a everyday above average player. So I think I think it's still out, but I think my mind will be made up soon.
0: Yeah, I think I phrased the question the way I did specifically because I think it's pretty easy to say, yes, they're headed in the right direction. But what I was curious about was the why. Because I think everybody's interpretation of why they're headed in the right direction is going to be different and what they need to see next is going to be different. Without even asking it, you both went to the follow-up, which is what you need to see next. And that should tell you where, where most people's heads really are about this. I think there's a lot of good signs that they've done some good things here. And they have built the talent to a certain point where you can see the formation of what should be a competitive team. You can at least see the foundation of what should hit. The mound is scaring me as far as like next year goes though i think these injuries while they hurt this year that we had on the on the pitching staff they're going to kill us next year because <laughs> i really really thought burrows was was going to mm-hmm. be in the picture this year and in the next and now you don't got jt Brubaker either who i also thought was going to be here so you're down to two pieces and one of them on Miffion. so <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's scary. Um, I'd like to see Jones get up here pretty soon. Uh, he hasn't done great in AAA, but I'd really like to see him soon. The um,
1: lines are good on him, though. Yeah. ERA looks bad. Everything else is good.
0: And then it's scary what's going on with Ortiz and, and you know, uh, Contreras. Contreras still hasn't thrown, got sent down to FCL. I understand why, because they they're at a loss as to what's wrong with them, too. So, um, I think they're, they're just deconstructing that kid entirely. I wouldn't expect to see him back this year. I think nah. they're going to completely tear him down and start over and come to spring fresh. I wouldn't even guarantee he's like, a come North from spring guy at this point next year, uh, Ortiz, I think will velocity still there. He's been really bad. Uh, since his demotion but it almost looks more like boo-boo face than anything to me <laughs> uh, yeah you know that's the
2: thing too like we just don't know some guys i mean we're dealing with personalities here right yeah and you don't know how that is uh how some guys um, respond to that and it might take a little bit longer
0: yeah so i mean all in all i like the direction I that they're headed. But you know, we've said all along, 24, 25, we're gonna really figure out how committed they are. And I think it gets back to what we talked about earlier, which is that that threshold that I think they're gonna have to meet when it comes to free agency at some point. You're gonna have to pick somebody. And you're gonna have to be willing to do things that the league is doing too. Look at all these guys that are on the trade block this year and how many of them have um player and or club options for a couple years yet beyond yeah so you have to make a call like this guy has outplayed his contract so i have to trade him because he's going to opt out if i don't and i'm going to lose him for nothing we see it all the time yep and i think the pirates are going to have to start learning to play in that water a little bit they weren't willing to do it with reynolds um and I think they probably could have closed the book on that whole drama a good two, three weeks earlier, had they just been willing to tack one on. So, cool. and,
2: the, and, and the one thing Eric said, and, and this is true, they know where the holes are in it by now. They know where they can use the help. This isn't a surprise to anybody when you look around and you see there's first base. There's pitching like we know what it is. You got to do something about it. You, and, and now would be the time to be aggressive, in my opinion. But we are talking about the pirates.
0: So we'll see. Yeah. And I mean, I'll say to you what I would say to anyone on Twitter that that, that says things like that. I mean, we're talking about an entire new management group here. It's very hard for me to say, oh, that's what the Pirates do. This guy's not doing what the Pirates usually do. They would have milked, they would never have just DFA'd uh, a number one pick without giving him a shot in MLB, (laughs) like, multiple times. This one does that sort of thing. This one's like, that guy's not good enough, enough. And they move on. Unless they're on the MLB team, then you keep them. (laughs)
2: But <laughs> yes, right. And I think, I think too, like when I say that to Gary is like, what I am saying is cause Nutting even said this before, which was like, he felt that like they didn't do enough when the time was right. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I'm talking about. That, that trickle down that mantra or mantra, whatever you want to say from above to say,
0: yeah, I wasn't okay. crapping on what you said, brother. I agree yeah. with it. I just, I mean, like, I'm saying that's the typical response I have to it is I hate the absolutes. This is the pirates way. Cause it's, I don't, we don't know what it is right now. Like I'm talking about this 15 million thing and I, I bring it up as a, as a legit question because the pirates don't do that in free agency. Haven't done that in free agency. See, I even have to force it right now. I, it seems so implausible that they would do such a thing, but Maybe this one will. I don't really know what this GM is going to do. And he claims that he's going to have the money he needs. Right, And that's back to
2: what I was kind of alluding to.
0: So Wilbert Matthews here, I told you I'd read some people's opinions on this one. He votes yes on the right direction, but only on the offensive side. You cannot deny that O'Neill, Cruz and Reynolds and Rodriguez and Davis and Kutch, are a great core. I love our seven, eight, nine bullpen. I didn't know we had a seven. I guess. He, is that Majenski? That's what I was going to say. Majenski. Okay. I mean, that's a fairly new development. I mean, I agree. Wilbert, it's all nice direction stuff. I think there's a good foundation built there. Um, again, I think it's going to come down now to how they augment it. Right. We know they have holes. They They can't come to camp with those holes. And if you really want to be serious in 2024, you have Keller, right? He's the only one that absolutely has to be a starter, including Oviedo. Think about it. Like if you really want to go, like you want to come into 2024 and you want the pirates to be, to to show the world we're ready to win this division this year then you don't show up going, okay, here's Keller and Priester and Jones and Oviedo is going to start and Ortiz because that's four untested guys and one that just showed up this year and decided to look good. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do that and go, I'm going to win the division. You, you, You show up with Keller and you know that Skeens is coming quick. And you maybe have Oviedo because he's given you a full year of experience. And if Ortiz is kind of there, okay, yeah, maybe he gets a spot. But you better have a veteran, and you better have that veteran be good enough to be like your second or third starter for a while. It, it, it can't be
2: Rich Hill and Vince Velasquez types. We've yeah. got to get. We've got to. That that cannot be the bar that is being met from now on right. in these situations. I that's kind of the people. point,
0: man. Like, I, I think I think that's where we're at. It's time to see something now. Uh, you just can't show up like that. That's all there is to it. You can't no, show I up think- to camp with with a bunch of kids and say, here it is. Like, it, it, let's say Choi walks next year. Well, first base, your answer better be better than Joe. If you want to tell me you're competing for a division. Yeah. Well, I mean, and-
2: let, uh, just... Like we talked about, already, Look around, look at teams that are serious about winning, and look at their pitching staffs. Uh, uh, th- th- there's 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 talent, there's ability, and there's probably some proven guys in there too.
0: Yeah, there has to be. So, anyways, I think uh, formative off season coming. The rest of this trade deadline, though, I would just tell you all: don't sweat these big names for real. They're just not in the same spot that you think they are, and nationally for the most part, these writers don't really understand what happens here. They really don't. They see bad record and they, they just read fire sale. I mean, like that's just the way they're wired. Good teams in big markets deserve good players. That's what they think. Okay. So it doesn't really matter that you're hearing that stuff. And, and Ben Charrington's going to listen on everybody because he's, doing his due diligence but i mean the ask for bednar i've heard is astronomical the ask for keller is even bigger than that i don't think anybody has told me there's an ask for holderman because i doubt that's even true i think that's a mets guy john hayman with oh, his wishful yeah. thinking that the mets were going to correct their mistake from last year and <laughs> yeah and uh as far as uh Hill goes, yes, certainly possible. But like this is nothing to sweat. Moving guys on expiring contracts happens every single year, and it's going to happen every single year. And really, legitimately, if you want this team to stay good and not have some silly window, you better embrace it because they're going to be doing the same thing with people that they've cultivated because they cannot retain all of these guys. So at some point, you hope Nick Gonzalez gets beaten out by Termar Johnson and you just have him around and then move him the year before he's due. As an example. Yep. That's what you hope. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yep. That's that's how you stay competitive. People don't realize it from afar, but watch the rays. They don't buy jerseys down there. <laughs> I'm just telling you, they don't. And Wander Franco will not. Finish that contract down there. No. A Rosa Reina, I'll be shocked, shocked if he's there another three or four years. They don't trade them on
1: expiring contracts. They trade them with two, three years to go. They, like so They, they just they know the right time to turn, and then they yep. keep
0: churning. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. That's what they do. And it's soulless baseball. If that's what you want, cool. Pirates have already shown you they're going to lock down some people. So they're already not doing that system you can stop pretending they're going to try to be Tampa. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're not going to trade some people. And if you're not going to be Tampa, you best spend some cash. Absolutely. And this off season is when that's going to have to happen. So, Hey guys, that's enough. Eric, this was great. Damn. talk. had a good yeah. time
1: guys. This is, I really enjoyed this.
0: You guys follow Eric on Twitter. He's Longbeards. beards. Um, you'll see him floating around. He doesn't tweet a whole lot, but when he does, it usually makes sense, which is more than you can say for a lot of people. So give him a follow. Thanks. And uh, thank you, everybody. A lot of good participation in the chat, too. Sorry I couldn't get to a lot of it, but venting doesn't play well during the middle of a conversation so it's really hard to get some of that stuff up there and yark i'll just say you're smarter than some of those comments but anyway (laughs) (laughs) izzy we've met yark no i'm kidding well yark's all excited excited because yes isn't going on strike so he won't have to work extra hard now that's (laughs) uh yeah that's true so Hey, hey guys this was great that's all we got happy vacation to ben and jim and yeah, je- uh, let's have Ben work one more time, real quick, huh?
2: Yes, yeah, you play!